0: It's Rand, Delicious. Welcome to the SEO Rant. I am your host, Morty Overton. You might know me better as Wix's head of SEO branding, but I'll remind you that this podcast is pure unofficial morning magic and morning mania. Where can you find official morning magic and morning mania? Well, check out the Serbs Up podcast over at Wix.com slash SEO slash learn. When does the SEO Rant come out? Typically on Thursdays. Now, sometimes Fridays, there's too many, I have too many podcasts. This is really the problem. I have the SEO I have the SEO Rant, which is the one you're listening to. I have the Surf's Up podcast over at Wix, and I do Edge of the Web's news podcast each week. So I have three podcast releases, and they all kind of come out like Wednesday, Thursday, so I feel like it's too many. So now I'm starting to push it off to Friday sometimes. So it does make sense to subscribe because sometimes I do Thursday, sometimes I do Friday. But if you're subscribed, you get notifications. Where can you subscribe? Great question, Morty. You can subscribe to SEORant.com, Stitcher, Spotify, SoundCloud, Google Podcasts, all those great places where you can subscribe to your podcast. You can subscribe to this one. Today, we have a great topic, so much to say about this. And we have the host of Talks with SEO. He's an SEO consultant. He is Austin
1: Isisabar. How are you? (laughs) I'm good, Morty. How are you?
0: I'm good. I'm looking forward to this.
1: (laughs) Thanks for having me on.
0: My pleasure. How you been, by the way? Think I love the the uh, the podcast crossover. I did your podcast and your my yeah. podcast. Like this, is how it works in the podcast
1: world. Oh yeah, yeah. I've been I've been good. Just been spending the time um, working on the podcast. Just aiming to build it for for this year. The goal is to build it as much as I can for this year, and right. see where we are in December before I okay. make a decision whether whether to expand or or or, or not.
0: So, where can people find this podcast?
1: So, you can find me on YouTube. Um, so, it's democratizing SEO on YouTube and on all podcast directories. It's democratizing SEO.
0: Nice, which is a great, which is a great title for a podcast.
1: Oh, thank you, thank you. Love yeah, it, it 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 came to me like a like a song I wrote. I like to say.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I will link to the follow link. Well, well, if it's to the YouTube channel, it doesn't matter. <laughs> To democratizing SEO in the in the show notes, so today we're basically going to essentially defecate on keyword research
1: <laughs> by some folks. By some. Okay. <laughs> some folks. So nice. the whole. Thing- um, idea of keyword research, I think, um, has changed over the years. I've seen it change over the years, and particularly by um some agencies. I won't say all agencies because it's well, one. I haven't worked at all agencies, um, but I've worked at some agencies that carry out keyword research in a way that I don't really think is ideal from uh from an SEO point of view. So, gathering terms um, for sites um, that has search visibility visibility in my opinion it's not keyword research this is simply just a case of getting the terms that a site it has search volume for uh, or search visibility for so here is the scenario i normally see at some agencies they use a tool like semrush uh, or ahrefs or, so- or something And they gather the terms of a site's um, uh, visibility. And they do so for, let's say, the site's top three competitors. They categorize the keywords using a categorization tool. So, so far, all good. They show the client the quote-unquote insights and opportunities from this keyword research data set. And they win the business with this data set. And the same data set is used to inform everything else that they do now i don't have a problem with the process in winning the uh, business so you know when you're pitching you you you're you're short on time so you have to do what you uh what you can however i think the problem comes from when the same data set is used for keyword research um, sorry for uh, content generation going forward Uh, and i say it's a problem because let's look at it from and agency side of things transitioning from selling um um, i.e pitching to marketing or servicing becomes a big problem for the, the people actually working on uh the the clients so the people actually doing seo let's say the seo managers they become very stressed out with this um quote-unquote data set because it's not very relevant so let's say my site for example ranks or it has visibility for the term christmas i don't target the term christmas on my site not not at all but it ranks it has search visibility for this term and if i were to use a tool to grab the search visibility i will have this information within my keyword data set and Propose it as something to use. Even if this term were to be, uh, let's say, cleaned up, it's still an issue because it's not looking into the targeting of um, who you want to uh, acquire. It's not understanding the business. It's not understanding the, the industry. It's literally just getting terms and search volume or search demand. it's not looking into the intent and i think that is where the problem is and i see a lot of um well i see a number of agencies using this approach and i think it's a big problem for for them because eventually it's going to lead to an issue where uh seos at the agency are very stressed out they tend to either use the keyword data set so um an uninformed data set or they then have to spend their free time carrying out a new set of keyword research. Now, uh, I'm sure you can tell I've experienced this firsthand <laughs> myself. <laughs> so, <laughs> the so way a
0: what would, just so we can sort of contrast, yeah. what would good keyword research look like?
1: So it will be a case of understanding the business, first of all, and then the industry and then understanding the intent of the users that you're aiming to target. So uh, an ideal keyword research um, using, let's say, this data set as a starting point is fine. But using it as the endpoint to then inform everything else is not ideal. Uh, So using this as a starting point to get a better understanding of the people you're trying to target. I think is, is great. The issue is it's used as the, um, the, the final product from a keyword research point of view. And I think if I were client side, which I've worked client side before, this would be something that I would consider as preliminary keyword research not something i would use as the end product um, ideally the end product will be of keyword research will be where you understand the um, intent of users you understand their journey uh, you understand the flow of them and by the time you come to create content it becomes a lot easier to create the content you can even create content without keyword research data set because you just you just understand no. the industry yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. exactly yeah. let's say and i think this is where this is where um on-page seo or let's say content becomes very particular and i think clients should be very particular with uh keyword research because it's sh- you this is a process where you need to understand the business and I, I i keep on saying this the business and also the industry it's very different to let's say technical SEO you, you know you don't need to understand anything about the business you don't the site doesn't even have to be in English it could be in Chinese <laughs> it doesn't matter at all right but when it comes to content anything involving content you need an understanding of the business and the industry as an example let's say uh, the maritime industry I know nothing <laughs> about maritime I know it's something to do with um, water being in the sea yeah water being in the sea and that's pretty much it right <laughs> so if i was to carry out keyword research i wouldn't know where the start or end of it i would need to actually understand it before i can make recommendations especially when it comes to content point of view and that is in essence is the whole point of keyword research having keyword research in a very sales led approach which by some agencies it's very much that um becomes a problem for the client because eventually they will be they will become dissatisfied with the deliverable and they will lose confidence in the seos and or the agency and when this happens they begin to wonder why don't we just take this work in-house and I've seen it happen a number of times. It's I can see the pathway of something like this happening. It all begins with the keyword research being very uh, sales led rather than actually marketing led.
0: There's so much to say. I'm like running down. Notes. <laughs> I have like 15 different points at this point to talk about. I never know where to start with this because it's a <laughs> mess. I think fundamentally, where it starts with that SEOs one don't understand content and two. Yeah, coming, coming. I'm saying like someone coming from a content background and, and mm-hmm. seeing some of the ways that SEOs think about content. In particular, I think SEOs tend to think of content as acquisition content when that's yeah. one type of content. One very, very mm-hmm. small, very important, very one small type of content. And it goes back to your point that, and this is where the intersection, I talk about this a lot, the intersection between brand marketing and SEO. If you don't understand how the yeah. brand wants to position itself, now and in the future, it will be impossible for you to offer any significant <laughs> content ideation um, um, suggestions. Exactly. Outside of the obvious ones, like, I don't know, you're selling shoes, so you want to ring for shoes. Like, okay, if you can do that, good luck. <laughs> um So that, that's one part of it. Try to look at my notes again because there's so much. Oh, my God. I I, I think what, what ends up happening, because Esther's looking at content from an acquisition point of view, and they're looking at it from um know a, a very like narrow-minded way of thinking about the business mm-hmm. and you're and there and i think there's another p- part of it where they're, they're relying on concrete tools it's very easy to yes. go to a to a tool look at a website and i'm not saying you shouldn't do this sometimes i just did this the other day we're planning our content on the wix seo hub for the next year we're missing some foundational pieces what are we missing you know what let me go see what uh Semraj search in a journal and, you know, mm. I don't know, whatever it is. You know, Maz are, are what are they, what, what topics are they talking about? Yeah. Okay, great. And that's easier because I know the, in, I know that topic really well. Like that makes sense. That doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. But when you're just taking what's there with a concrete tool, there's a few things. One is you're assuming that the competitor's what the hell they're doing. <laughs> there's one. <Yeah. laughs> Two, you're assuming that the competitor has the same plan as your site does. Which is very mm-hmm. often not the case. Um, and three, you have no idea what's not there. So, in other exactly. words, exactly. I'll give you a concrete case. So we talk about SEO on the Wix SEO Learning Hub. We talk about it for multiple audiences. So, one of the audiences, let's say our agencies, we have you know advanced content, and we just talk to, to beginners. Now, beginners can be very different things for a company like Wix. It can mean somebody who wants to learn more about SEO, they're an SEO, mm-hmm. they just got into SEO. They want to learn more about SEO. Someone will say a "Maz" you know, beginner's guide to SEO kind of thing.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: We also have business owners and their idea of learning SEO is very, 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 very different. It's a totally different intent. Not yep. only is it a different intent, but it's a different way of phrasing what they're looking for. <laughs> so I might see a keyword like, um, beginner's guide to SEO gets a million search volume. Great. Guess what business owners are not looking for a beginner's <laughs> guide to SEO. They're looking for how to grow my business online.
1: Like, yeah.
0: Totally different keyword.
1: Exactly. Same
0: content, relatively, mm-hmm. you know, different twist, different level, different approach, whatever, different angle,
1: hmm.
0: but same sort of concept, totally different keyword. Yep. What you also don't end up with, with is if you don't consider your audience, which we did in this case, because, we're good marketers, I like to think, is if you're looking at the competitors, the competitors are the Wix SEO learning. I don't look at anything as a competitor because we don't care about ranking. I mean, we obviously care because we're SEOs, but it's not, like, the goal is not to rank. It's not an acquisition asset. Mm-hmm. But when we're looking at other similar websites, you're looking at your Mozs, your Semrush's, your SEJs of the world, that kind of thing. But you don't, when you're looking at them, you don't realize what they're not doing. And that's their no fault yeah. of their own. They may have different interests. They may have mm-hmm. different goals. They may have different audiences, whatever it is. But if you're just looking at the keyword research tool showing what those competitors are doing, you're not looking at thinking, okay, what are they not doing that I could be doing?
1: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And this is why, this is where keyword research, um, I, in, I in, an ideal approach to keyword research comes into place because you get a better understanding of these things um looking at what competitors are, are doing again they may not as you mentioned they may have no idea of what they doing. they just happen <laughs> to to rank for the terms that you think you should be targeting but it may not align with your business so or even the industry they just, might just happen to have visibility for it and you don't and you think you need to have visibility for those terms as well it's a it's a it's a um, mind F, as some would say. Yeah. Can I swear on this podcast?
0: Yeah, of course.
1: It's a mind fuck. <laughs> <laughs> it can be a mind. It, can, it it really can be, and it's just a case of not being led by the sales approach. I see this as something that's done particularly from an agency point of view, because um, it's more about name. sales. Name names. Come on. Uh, <laughs> No, let's say no, 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 do it. let's okay, say i can't do it do it let's do it say the big conglomerates okay let's put it yeah. that way yeah the 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 ones that have multiple agencies within them those those type of um agencies See. um because they're very sell they're led by the sales people um okay. seos are led by the sales people and they have to they're limited on time again for the sales Process it's fine, but it's just a matter of tweaking what's done after the sales process. So saying to the clients, "Okay, th- what we did for the uh, the sales p- pitch was preliminary keyword research. We now want to delve deeper, and then we can start that afresh." And that you know, just using client service and skills that way leaves the work in a much better position, not just for that moment, but for the for the future. And you can then have the luxury of having the time to spend doing proper keyword research rather than yeah. sales-led ones.
0: And the tools are great to get a good start, to get some ideas, yes. get a sense of things like there's nothing wrong with using these. Should you use the tools? Go ahead. Yeah. But content this is where I think like we, we SEOs make a mistake. Content creation, content strategy is a very wide, long process. Yes. That involves multiple considerations from the brand, to distribution, to Mm -hmm. audience, to a million different things. And SEOs tend to think about content creation from a strictly SEO point of view. And that is not how anybody else involved in the process is looking at it. You are looking at it in a way that no one else is. Mm -hmm. And that's why when you talk about it to a bin, they're like, scratch it. What the hell are you talking about? That's why.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and doing so that way puts SEOs in a frame of mind that's very, it's quickly becoming outdated. It leaves one thinking of vanity metrics, keywords, rankings. They don't necessarily focus on content and pages because those are assets that you want to build,
0: Correct.
1: not keywords.
0: No, <laughs> I, I think the intersection of content marketing and SEO is only getting stronger. we—I mean, I, yes. I, I, remember, I remember saying this, Let's say five years ago, you know, we're talking about rank brain, then mom after that, and mom uh, bird after that. And now, theoretically, mom whenever that, all the learning stuff, making neural matching, making the content and the SEO game much more tied together.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, and it's increasingly becoming so. And You have the uh, AI writers. All of this brings content much more into focus from the SEO point of view, and I don't think SEOs are really ready for that yet.
1: Well. I think some are. Okay, some. Some are.
0: <laughs> this is, a, this is a, a podcast about hot takes. So, like,
1: no one is. None of them are. Okay, yes, I think, some are, yes. I, I, I think the issue is Many that are. Um, those who are almost like being brought to think in this very sales-led approach and not necessarily thinking of the marketing side of things. And I think that is where the the, the mistake is.
0: That's true. And, I, and to be fair, let's be fair, that's not just an SEO problem. That's a general marketing problem.
1: Yeah. And that's yeah. where I
0: think there's where, how do I put this? That's where shit marketers get separated <laughs> from real marketers because real mm-hmm. marketers think long-term holistically and shit marketers think right now getting the next sale.
1: Yeah, and this is where looking at it from a client-side point of view can be very valuable for SEOs who are agency-side because, you know, agency-side, the the goal, the end goal of everything is selling. That's the start and end of it. From a client-side point of view, you ha- you actually have to be a marketer, right? You're just by your ability to yes. bring... Um, Revenue for the business, the re- revenue generation process for an SEO client side is very different to that of an SEO agency side. Having worked at both, I see the way the two yeah, sides it's completely think
0: completely different. it's yeah. completely different. And I, unless you're completely strictly focused on technical SEO,
1: mm.
0: as an SEO, you have to be a marketer. Yep,
1: yeah. agreed.
0: It doesn't. I don't see it being as effective as it could be if if you weren't and. I don't know if SEOs might disagree with that. I don't know. This is my experience.
1: Well, if it leads to a lot of SEOs or let's say a lot of brands um, having SEOs in-house, it can become an even bigger problem for for folks at agencies. And I think just having a small tweak to the way to their sales process and the way they um, manage work can go a lot further, get them a lot further, I think.
0: Yeah, and I think that to bring it back to keyword research, I think keyword research is really about finding opportunity. Yes. And
1: that's what you're
0: fundamentally trying to do, mm-hmm. which is a marketing mindset, right? You're, you're trying to hunt opportunity, to recreate things, to create new things, to find new opportunities, to repurpose opportunities, to extend opportunity. You're just hunting, hunting, hunting mm-hmm. opportunity. And that means understanding the algorithm, where is the opportunity? Where isn't the opportunity? What's the surplus ecosystem look like? But it also means again, for the client, where, what makes sense? What doesn't make sense for their goals now and in the future. And I I think that oftentimes we don't look, we don't realize that keyword research is fundamentally a marketing activity because it's fundamentally about finding opportunity. Yes. Not just about like, here's my list here's search volumes, here's this, here's that, you're going to get the traffic, blah, 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 blah. It's like that, there's truth to that, but when you contextualize it, that truth becomes almost insignificant.
1: Mm -hmm. And I think opportunity, as you mentioned, is not necessarily tied to what you see in terms of search volume or search demand. You can have, in fact, there is a, a vast amount of opportunity that doesn't show search volume.
0: Uh, there's there's so much to talk about with that one point. <laughs> yeah. Because let's say, for example, a business trying to pivot, right? They do X. Yeah. Now they want to do X and Y. And let's just assume that Y is a natural extension of, of X, but still different. If you're trying as a brand to break into a new market, you are not rolling in there like a tank on like D-Day, like through like the French fields, like destroying Germans. <laughs> It's a slow, methodical process that builds upon itself slowly and slowly and slowly and slowly. Yeah. So you're going to pivot slowly. You're going to target selected topics. They might not be the biggest search volume tra- traffic drivers, but they might just be like the natural entry point for you into that niche. Right? So Absolutely. Even it's not going to drive a lot of traffic now. And that's why we say about content, it's all one song. Writing about this by pivoting as a brand pivots, writing about these smaller, less popular topics allows the brand to pivot, which then allows them to write about these topics that will bring in a lot of traffic.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, absolutely.
0: Yeah, it's it's. I don't I don't know what else to say, because it's like so painfully obvious to me that you (laughs) have to think wider and more holistically with contextualization. When doing keyword research but for some reason it's one of those things like link building that we just think about like whoo, that's <laughs> it straight line
1: yeah i i would say focus on the intent always always focus on the intent understand the business and understand the industry and keep the intent of the users that you're trying to target in mind this way you'll always be um you'll always have users in mind rather than trying to cater to search engines.
0: Yeah, and that's why, by the way, some of the best keyword research obviously uses tools but talk to the business. They know, they should know yeah. their target audience, what are they mm-hmm. interested in? What do they want? <laughs> you mean to tell me that some website, to, uh, some SEO tool scraping the web is going to understand what the audience is really looking for and it's more popular <laughs> with that audience more than a person who's in communication with that audience all the time? And the real key research combines the two. It looks at um, you know, support tickets or customer yep. service complaints, whatever it is, mm-hmm. and what the business, what the people in the business feel their audience is, is after, and you, and you contextualize that. You you check that, you extend that, you whatever that with with the tools.
1: Yep, the business itself will know. Will have more information about the audience that they seek to t- attract.
0: And if uh, not bet- then you need to take a step backwards.
1: <laughs> yeah. One step
0: back, let's do that first, because there's mm-hmm. no way that whatever you do with the content suggestions I offer you is going to work.
1: Exactly. I find that businesses always have the information. They may just, they tend not to know how to wield it. It's so like therapy it- sessions. You got to yeah. pull
0: it out. Pull it out. It's yeah, that they know, it's just latent. They just don't know yet that they know.
1: Exactly. Yeah. I agreed.
0: Yeah. Totally. All right. Where can people find you?
1: You can find me on YouTube, democratizing SEO. Um, you can find me on um, all other uh, podcast directories, same name democratizing SEO and the website is the same as well. Democratizing SEO.com.
0: Awesome. Make sure to check out that podcast, give it a review on Spotify rating, uh, rating on Spotify and a review on iTunes. Right.
1: Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Hell yeah.
0: <laughs> and a thumbs up on YouTube.
1: And the thumbs up on YouTube and, subscribe. and the
0: bell for notifications.
1: Exactly. Yeah. yeah <laughs> all all that jazz. Say that. I've never said it in my life. <laughs> 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 I
0: think I'm just gonna start saying in this podcast. Hit the subscribe button and the bell for notifications. Just so <laughs> people. So if you're listening to the SEO Ramp Podcast, which you are right now, you're already listening, hit the subscribe button and the bell notification to keep updated on the podcast. Exactly which will do nothing for you because I'm not an YouTube.
1: <laughs> do it anyway. <laughs> yeah, do it anyway. Get used, it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Get used to it. Get used to that. Bit, it's muscle memory. It's yeah, muscle memory. that's it.
0: <laughs> so, awesome. Thank
1: you so much for coming on. Morty, Appreciate thank you so much for your time. Thanks for having
0: pleasure. me. And to my audience, thank you very much for listening. Look out for new episodes of the SEO Rant podcast. Again, it's Stitcher's part SoundCloud over at the SEORant.com at SEORant on Twitter. Look out for new episodes, and thank you,
1: and toodles. Bye, folks.